your kid in you know week 25 is learning about spatial awareness and which side is up and which side is down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Polly's learning that in this week too. <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> So, I deleted all my system files. Reticulating spoons. Danger, danger! There was lots of times where I actually laughed from this game. Hello, and welcome to Emotive Pixels Podcast, episode for Hacknet. I am one of your hosts, Brian Pachuki. Along with me is... Alberto Regelman, Paulie Kroll. Will Atkinson. Nate Stevens. Just a little bit of a quick housekeeping before we start here. Like all of our other podcasts, this podcast is very spoiler heavy. However, this game isn't that deep into spoilers. This story is not that deep. It's more a what you can do in the game. So if you still want to play it, it's not all that bad to listen to the spoilers. But if you really do want to be completely spoiler free, go play it and come back. So, like, with all of our podcasts, we'd like to start with a question. So, our question for Hacknet is, what is your favorite hacktor in media? <laughs> Fictional or real? Alberto, you want to start us off? Yeah. It's kind of a tie between the two of them. They're both from the same movie, Sneakers. It's a movie that came out in the late 1990s. It is between the character Martin, played by Robert Redford, and Mother, played by Dan Aykroyd. Neither of those is the blind guy, right? No, no, he is a very close third, though. He is awesome. He is, I forget his actual name, but he's played by David Strathorn. Polly? All right, I'm going to unconventionally go with accidentally Cyril from Archer because he uh, <laughs> up- uploads uh, George Spelvin's pirate virus onto the ISIS computers. And that's my favorite hack of all time is the pirate walking out onto the computer screen and the parrot going, What? What? <laughs> Um, and he purposefully hacked his own computer system because he wanted to be the hero so he could activate a kill switch on it but there wasn't a kill switch in the virus he accidentally hacked his own system and i i, I love that also I, i'm gonna have a backup of whatever his name is from jurassic park newman looks like the best hacker i've ever seen <laughs> It's kind of the same joke, but I like the pirate. Dennis Nidri. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> is that his name in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's um. Wayne Knight, I think it's his real name, right? You didn't say the magic. His word. name will always be Newman to me, but. Will? So I was going back and forth between Mark Zuckerberg from The Social Network <sighs> and Neil from The Matrix. They were both so great, but then I was like, oh, these guys are going to tease me. So I think in the end. For me, my favorite, just because of that, like Morpheus from the is... from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ender from Ender's Game is my favorite. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> my favorite's got to be JP from Grandma's Boy because I have a sense of humor. <laughs> 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 I mean, you look and just like him because I'm thinking about fuck you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Nate. It's because I wear a trench coat all day. Hold on, Nate. Yeah, if you do darken your hair a bit there. I, everyone freshman year told me this too. It was like the only movie I'd ever seen going to college. Uh, also because I'm thinking about getting a metal leg. Yeah. Yep. It'll be totally worth it. Uh, it's risky. Okay, and for me, I was, I was from Goldeneye, so Alan Cummings' character of Boris, 
is one of the Body. stupidest, craziest, funniest hackers that there is. And I really like the way that his whole hacking scheme is to take a pen and spin it in his hands as he types with one hand. And somehow totally that's fast s- enough to hack. I totally started doing that. Like, or like that's what I learned, or wanted to start learning how to do that like trick. Yeah. As after watching that movie, like as a little, I never got it, but like I always started trying afterwards. I'm, I'm like, For those that the can't gr- see, Alberto's doing something really strange with his hand right now. It's like weird. he's fingering, so never mind. Okay, first <laughs> off, if that's, we got to talk, Will, if that's how you're doing it. Because that's playing. not... If that's not how you're playing, doing it, looks like playing the air. <laughs> we got to talk. It looks like he's playing the air flute. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's more accurate. All right, Brian, you win. That's the best. That was a good one, yeah. <laughs> Let's get started. And I think we are doing a HackNet versus NetHack, and I think that was Will's idea. So, Will, you want to take it away? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, just kidding. So, actually, this game, HackNet, is actually very similar to a previous game we reviewed, which is called Uplink. From 2001. So the basic gist of the game is you are a computer hacker. You are kind of, you start off as kind of this novice hacker who is kind of amateurly breaking into little servers here and there. And you kind of get this email from this guy called Bit. And he says like, hey, I found you and I need help. And it's kind of this ominous, um, unclear email. And he kind of gets you started and you break into your first couple servers. Anybody else notice that he ends all of his emails with either a one or a zero i noticed one i didn't see any zeros yeah i didn't see zeros zero, either but i, didn't I notice noticed that. one i thought he was just saying like one love i noticed and didn't care <laughs> <laughs> you see nate his name is bit uh let's either zero or one because that's how bits work yeah he named himself after the character from tron oh that makes me care more not yeah. <laughs> that's a silly movie sorry go on So you get the emails and eventually he tells you he's in some deep shit and he kind of sends you to this hacking group Entropy and from there you kind of work your way up the ranks. From there you make it to this other group. What are they called? CSEC. CSEC, yes. I was going to say CSEC. Is that correct? Yes. And then they were like like the super advanced hacking group and then after you work your way through all their hacking missions it comes around to back to solving the main story of bits problems the game is basically your general hacker game it's very similar to uplink you see so that is the overview of the story here so let's get into some things about kind of some of our, our thoughts and some parts of like expand on the story a bit here because they're not there's not a big story but there's function like the functionality of the game is more so like more played out than like in these kind of almost side quest hacks one of the big things that happens is that you can get in, in this game you know where you can where you can hack it's not just you hacking into other people you can have things done to you you can be traced you can be reversed hack so let's start first I know, Will, you were really big on the reverse hack, right? I did like the reverse hack, only I listened to the, I think it was in the Game of Year, Giant Bomb stuff. Yeah, So yeah. I, I knew that one was coming, and so I backed up my all my sys files before it happened, so I, like, recovered immediately. <laughs> I can't really talk about that part itself. Oh, can, okay. I, can I talk about that oh a little bit? Because, like, I, I was actually, right after that happened... And I know I probably shouldn't have felt this way, but I still felt, I was like, hold on, okay, fuck, what do I do? And I have a feeling that there's a lot of people when they started playing that game and they got shut down, they probably would have been like, fuck, I have to start all over from the beginning or like, or something. But I felt smart (laughs) for a small second when I was able to recover that when I didn't get an achievement from it, I was like, what? Why not? (laughs) I've got you beat. 
Um, oh, okay. I, I knew it was coming because of Giant giant Bomb's coverage uh, spoiling it for me. However, I really like computers, but I'm not the most computer-savvy guy. I kind of figure stuff out as I go. So it should have been obvious that this would happen to me. But we I ran out of RAM, and I didn't understand yet how the system handled RAM, so I just started deleting shit, right? And I figured if nothing happens, then nothing bad will happen. So I deleted all my system files... <laughs> And nothing happened. Um, I kept playing the game for another two hours or so. And then I turned off the game, went to bed, woke up the next day and started the game. And I had deleted all my system files. So when you start the game, it goes right into the terminal boot. And I had to find all the files for myself. So I actually reverse hacked myself before Nakes had a chance to... But the fact that the game did that like, and lets you do that, I thought that was, that was cool. Awesome. Like, I didn't know... That is awesome. I, I understand, like, that's what should happen, but the fact that they actually let that happen, I thought was really cool. Without any warning, without any, like, anything. So it, like, it looked like guessing, based on the configuration of the other servers, that you could, for your own server, do one of the, like, default things and then set up your own web server and then have that be your default. Did anybody else play around with that at all? Do, do you guys um, know what I'm talking about? No, I'm not sure. I, what I did not play so, around with So that. one of the files on a server, for example, the GFC server is it gfc no, cfc cfc, CFC, yeah. CFC yeah. kernel fried chicken uh -huh. yeah yeah so there's a web server on that one so when you log into it you see the web server you don't actually see the normal logs and stuff and for other stuff like the academic database or mm -hmm. you know the nor nortron the security. email server then the, yes. that'll pop up first so it looked like you could just add that to your host and so that when you logged oh, on you could do, do that, that instead so uh, that was something i thought was did, did you i didn't actually that? do it i just it looked like I should be able to, so yeah. I was curious if anybody. Well, since we're talking about that, let's get into the, like those little like a little bit more of the functionality of the of the game. So, one of the cool things about the game is the hacking is a little bit like they tr it tries to be simplistic version of real commands. Like there there are real Unix commands in it. They're very basic, um, and mostly you're just you know like running a um, well in this game they, they they refer to them as exe files um but they'd be more like binaries in um, unix world you can do somebody things say executable <laughs> executable Just, exactly but you can do things like yeah you can like cd in directories you can um use the rm command to remove files and you can also do kind of certain things like yeah like will said you can back up things you can upload things you can do a lot more, a lot more commands similar to what you can do in a real environment. So one of the things I like when you break into a server, you had to open a bunch of ports, and that sometimes you had to do a firewall. You had to break into a proxy server. You had things. I mean, again, it was simplistic in the way of you were running. Okay, there's SSH port 22, but you just basically ran a like executable. SSH, yeah you know ssh crack space 22 but that was still kind of cool that you had that ability to do that so they, they made it fun because a little graphic would come up and it'd be yeah decoding something a bunch of numbers pop on the screen like in the movies which you never hacking. had to really care about but yeah it was kind of cool that like oh it's supposed to be like a little bit more well, in depth than so build up your ram accordingly to the size of the graphic yeah yeah so that's another thing is so like in this game your big constraint is ram it's the only one that really matters and it's basically just a way to limit what you can run so you can't run all of your... Which is significant because when you get traced, you have a time limit. Yes, and so eventually it's... you get to harder servers where you need to do like four ports, a, a firewall, a firewall and, a and a proxy yeah. at the same time. So allowing you to do all that stuff at one time would be, you know, like kind of breaking the game. Yeah. I liked that. So almost the whole game 
and there's stuff you can do with the GUI, but um, most of the game is played through the command line. Yep. As you're getting these new commands, you're like learning new commands and trying to learn stuff. They do have the tab autocomplete, thank God. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't work like it's not, it's not like perfect. How, yeah, and it's not like how real. Like there was times I would have to literally type like four characters for it to tab, and it wasn't a case where there was more than one of this of like. The, like, there was more than one uh, file of the of those same four characters. Like the first one didn't work, the second one didn't work, the third one, and then by the fourth one, it finally worked for whatever reason, where it should have worked on the first or second. Was that like one of the bugs that people were complaining it's about? A, it's a bug, but okay, because um, yeah, like at least for me, I, the, but it so works. Weird. Like I didn't have any any problems with that, so I feel sad. But that's a for small thing. Like I mean, it works sometimes. It wasn't a big thing, and most of the time, I just would end up typing out most things anyways. There's something like I think it was shell. I used it all the time right. to to open the shells on the. And I could just kept forgetting that command over and over, like ah, s something, and I right. looked through the whole list of things to do. What one did you and I keep forgetting? Well, the one that I forgot that you reminded me of was Alpine, the password. Well, I had to look that up thing, several yeah. times. The, the EOS device. Pro oh, I put I port kept, hack. I actually, so I kept messing up, and instead of putting port hack after a while, I started putting probe hack. <laughs> probe hack? <laughs> That's probe was the first probe thing you do. I was like, what? See, but the no. funny thing is me not knowing any actual commands. I kept forgetting things like SCP and RM and things like that, but I remembered all the dumb made-up hacker uh, <laughs> 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 because they were... They, Dumb made up. They fun did it things. In my the one that always gets me going back and forth between Windows and, and Linux is the LS to DIR and yeah. they, they alias them both in this game, so that was right. nice. You could do LS or DIR? Yeah. Oh, oh this one cool. DIR worked. Yeah. I didn't try it. I never tried that. I just did the Unix command. Uh, what operating system are we on? Linux <laughs> or Windows? <laughs> both. You were not. You were on Hack OS. God, which is clearly both. So is there anything more about functionality that anybody liked or didn't like? Copy paste. Yeah, I probably, really would have liked to copy and paste. Probably goes down with the time thing, right? So so why do you think copy and paste... The reason I know I, I would figure them not to do copy and paste is it would make it a... It would, again, it would be something that would, I would think, break the game a lot because it would right. make it a lot Just faster. Yeah. But and a lot you of can the click the, to autocomplete on file names, right? Like yeah. if you write RM... And, and you can click. click on a file name and it auto-completes it immediately, which is even quicker than copy-pasting. Again, that gives that gives them control over where exactly you can do it, I guess. But, I mean, that works for almost all places where you need to put in a file name. Did you guys use the notes? Yes, a little bit. I used it a tiny I mean, bit. What, I, in what, in what I use it all the time. But the problem with the so notes is it takes up, takes up RAM. RAM. Right. So I'm like, if it points out, I was like, uh, yes, yeah, you, you can. can. Yeah, you can, you can type notes. in your own. It was an ad button. Yeah, I, to it. That's what I used first. Uh, that's what I, I used all the time. I used it so for things like if I had to like. But relay. you couldn't copy paste into couldn't it or out of it. Correct. So you could type so into you'd it. I figured I would need it later. Like app. Yeah. Like, and then okay. And then so you that's add I, arbitrary. Things. I would use yeah. things like if I had to, you know, like somebody emailed. Oh, here's a mission, and I need you to find the password for this thing and re right. attach it back in the email. So I would, when I find the password, I would put it in the note so I would remember what it was. And I would just, I just copied the file where that password was, and then got out of it, and then just. I did that a little bit too. Does having more than one shell speed up the rate at which it? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Just checking. It's a little bit unclear, but it's like some systems will reset their admin stuff. And other systems won't. So, but it, it yes, is, yeah. you see it on the map. You can go and see which ones oh, yeah. you can sh open up a so shell. So there was one. Uh, I don't know wait, if you did this. How well. do you wait, wait, wait. Sorry, how do you tell from the map? Dependent on your your uh, interface uh, settings theme yeah. to your theme on the white one, which was the one I was using most off. It was like a solid white bar around the the node. I did not know this. Neither did I. And then different color depending That's on whether or not cool. you had the shell I, running. I had the green theme, and it was like brighter if it was. Uh, 
I had the green one, yeah, the, and it was red. Interesting. Was, okay. um, well, the red one was the one you were in, in currently right, in. Yeah. Oh, no, I was oh, in the other ones, and it, and it would turn like... Does it make a difference to connect to another server and then do all your connections out from that one? I don't think so. That's what we were trying to That's do. That's a little which, disappointing. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was kind of... Because that was a thing in Uplink, right? Yeah. Yes. Like a big yeah. thing. So I just yeah, assumed that something later in the game was always going to be coming. Yeah. Like, no, they don't really, yeah. Like um, I mentioned in Uplink, every time I kept deleting a server that I really connected <laughs> to, realized, oh, I'm doing this wrong. <laughs> I really missed that game's sort of like looming threat all the time. True. Like, like no matter you, what you were doing in Uplink, something was coming for you. Right. Well, I mean, at the same time, I probably should have expected that this game Nakes or Na- however, Na- Nikes, however we're going to say his name. Nikes. 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 I probably should have realize that he was gonna right i mean of course he's gonna trace like, me right afterwards see, but if you if you already dick, but... nuked your own system then like he couldn't really do anything to you you, <laughs> your you got it down to me because he just I takes away your x server i had to get everything right <laughs> good god <laughs> he does that you're like dude child's play i've already been through oh, this so i did awesome. this to myself i was curious too is it possible to stop him I don't no, know. I don't think enough. so. No, because I was fast enough, and I was I completed the mission, disconnected, and I was literally working on my next mission, and then all of a sudden my screen goes, and I'm like, what the fuck? Did I, you know, that's like, amazing. Did I go into like a wrong so, server or something? It, and then it's there a, a way in the shell that you can do a trap if somebody's trying to do something to you? What's the, like the, the uh, overflow there, or whatever? It, no, no. So it's not overload, but yeah, it's trap where you can trigger. Um, if you're using one one of the shells as a trap, your you own can shell is tri- a trap. Right. Yeah. You can. Do that. I and that, did not that try. Technically, gives you a little I bit more time so that you can exists, get out of that. But, I, I, but I'd I'm never going tried to it. guess that that probably would not, except for that one setting, and that's kind of annoying. Well, I feel like fair, but I mean, at the same yeah, time, that, you don't. I know never that's thought it happen. could happen, though. Exactly. That was the other thing. With the, we were talking about the interface. I thought the interface was really cool because things like that. The you didn't know if you were being hacked, but also. I'm still not sure if my game was bugged or if I if I had some kind of viruses. Yeah, we'll get to. I had bugs. a lot of. Um, um, there's two things we want to get to later. It's, but it was like, it's kind of an interface thing for me because there was a lot of like screen flickering that I thought was what? a part of the game. I was getting a virus because they even warned you when you use the EOS scanner that it's a buggy program. And right. Right really? after I used that, I, I got like a whole bunch of screen flicker, and I was like, "Oh, this neat." You know, the the I, program messed up my thing. I don't know. I never Similar had that. Similar to her story, there is an option in the options menu to turn bloom? off the bloom. What does that actually do? We changed it's that and it like, kind of... You think of Tron, how you have lights in Tron, but then there's that glow that comes out from them. Right, well, all of all text and everything in the interface has that glow. And if you turn oh, it off, then it everything becomes more sharp. So my screen was all flickery and I was like, oh, this is neat. So probably for a good 15 minutes, I was probably trying to figure out how to stop this virus on my system. <laughs> and then my mouse stopped working. And then I found out that the game was bugged. So it wasn't the oh, okay. cool I was interface say, that at all. Sounded it was it the game. Like... Yeah. Quick question, kind of going back to Nakes. So when you guys... When he got rid of your X server, what did you do to recover it? Slash, did you do anything else? I just copied, copied it, it from my home drive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I just copied it from the, the ascendant um, server. That was the only thing you were linked yeah, to, right? Yeah. Okay. So fuck that. So, we hacked yeah, it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we hacked it back. So I took if it from you get him, his... and then I deleted all of his files. <laughs> so well, you have to actually... do that. Do you have like the next mission is you have to oh, delete his the... you have to delete his system. Oh. Yeah, the revenge. So his, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I think his, we just skipped it. His so theme did... is 
interesting because he's got all of the RAM stuff on the right side of the screen. Right. Yeah. So if you boot into his theme, it's different than every yeah. every other theme in the game. Once I once I redid the system the first time, every single time I had a chance before I knew there was a theme changer, I changed my theme to everybody else's. Just I to just try kept rebooting, rebooting it. I spent so much time doing that just for fun. <laughs> I did that not like that many of them. I did but it like twice, and then I was like, ah. I was always because I didn't know if there was any way to find out if it was a different theme. So I was always like trying. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that many, but it it was neat enough, fun little. So Will, tell yeah. me about reticulating spleens. Splines. Splines. Whatever. Splines. No, don't ask Will. Ask me. It's a Max. You should ask thing. Nate. Yeah, it's been a part of every Maxis game since, I believe, the original SimCity. In SimCity 2000, every time you performed a terrain modification, an annoying woman's voice, probably encoded in MIDI, would say, Reticulating, reticulating splines. splines. So if you like clicked it five times fast because you were like leveling terrain in the whole fucking ropes, you want to build a goddamn canal like you fucking do? Like, reticulating splines. It was like... So what does this have to do with Hackney? When you start up the system. things, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Echo S, the like third step is reticulating slime. Really yeah. uh, oh, I okay. I think I, I know like, what you're talking about. So there's a Will Wright had a talk about reticulating splines in particular because the phrase means nothing at all. Nope. Um, and he talks about how in games he uses it. He, anything that is sufficiently complicated, people will just assume that it means that something is happening that is just too complicated for them to understand <laughs> and just just a, like let it go. And so it it works perfectly in this game where there's like this huge boot screen and all this kinds of stuff and it just says reticulating splines. You're like, okay, fine, it's it's reticulating the splines, obviously. It's practically the flux capacitor. Exactly. Basically, yeah. It was like loading neighborhood, loading assets, loading sims, reticulating splines. It's like always the yeah, like the filler message. There was a lot of fun little uh, side text in that in, in the game though. Oh yeah. So one of the things you can you can happen is when you try to break into a server, they can put a trace on you, and if you don't disconnect or complete your hack within their certain time, and it's usually about what like it's like a hundred seconds mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Like it can speed up depending. Like it can go faster depending on if it's like a fa- like a super you know like a server or you know slow if it's like a, a lesser one. If you run out of time, you have uh, like a final kind of option to you know save yourself, which is to basically hack into your ISP and change your IP address. So, Polly, tell me about your experience trying to change IP so addresses. So, when that happens, uh, the mission that I got the trace on me, there's a mission called Redline, and you literally have, like, I think three seconds Great or something movie. like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, so, I... Oh, yeah, I tried to do that one, too, and I was like, fuck this. Yeah, I, tried, <laughs> I, I, I did it. I don't know how, so but I thing. did it. I'm no good with time limits, and, like, most of the time limits in this game are fine, and it's not... You don't feel too rushed. It's just rushed enough where you feel like some kind of hacker superstar. But, like, the yeah. this situation completely freaked out and i spelled disconnect wrong or something like that so then i, I just got have to type dc <laughs> oh you spell i didn't know that one oh this is amazing how like yeah like, but uh, so then the so then when that system trace happens like it turns into this flashing red screen yeah, and there's this i don't even and, know if there's music, and then but the if, red if keeps coming down left. the screen <laughs> yeah. as you're running out of oh, time it was so stressful i know what i'm supposed to do because i see the ip addresses down there and, like i just need to connect to this hack into that and I'm trying, and I can't spell connect like three times in a row. And I'm trying to tab. K i n n e t, right? K i n e c t. And then I must try. Once I get connect down, then I'm trying the IP address, and I just get it wrong like four times in a row. And then I put my own IP address. I'm just freaking out. So then I actually didn't make the time limit, and the game actually just force quits and 
boots you right out, and then you go back into the mission beforehand, which was kind of let down. I almost wish I was so bad at, at it that it's like I, permadeath. Yeah, I wish it almost permadeath? was because <laughs> that's why I was so stressed out. Because I was like, no, I don't want to do this. But still, I yeah, thought it was re- it was exciting. And at the same time, when I got back into it and did it again, I was like, that wasn't so hard at all. You were just the fact that they put that feeling in me was was good. I thought. Yeah, that's actually and how. If I until was, the illusion was broken. Yeah, but if I was actually, I don't know if, if I'd probably be more angry than actually go through everything all over. That's actually again. how right. I beat that well, red line. You, my friend, should not mission? play uplink. That's, yeah, I beat uh, red line by <laughs> yes, actually. That is true. I would go into the server, red literally line. start one of my port hacking ones, so like SSH crack or web server or whatever, and then it would immediately the trace would kick off. I would go in, change my IP address, come back, and while I'm coming back, my first whatever I was doing would finish, so mm-hmm. it would open up one port. Then I would go to the next one, you keep were, doing that. It would. You were doing far too much work, I fear. You could just <laughs> disconnect every time. I, could, I bet you that I was doing that, but at the beginning, I wasn't thinking. I was trying to type it in, and I wasn't getting enough time then to disconnect, yeah. but yeah, eventually. That was one thing that kind of, another thing about the illusion being broken in the game is I found out you could just cheat the system so easily, like, that just yeah. disconnecting every single time you do I something. Just, yeah, start, so, yeah. I, know. I never What's even thought of doing of that? that. I mentioned that, and I was like, surely there's a downside to just disconnecting and then reconnecting. Nope. Not that really I know. No. So that's really so it was like one time when only the on the hosts, changed. which the admin credentials reset themselves, which yeah. are only a few and only like late in the game. Right? Where yeah. Does it actually that's, matter? Well, is, that, is anyone else mad at that? If I had known about that, I would be mad about it. The fact that I was playing the game because I guess whenever you mentioned it, I didn't hear you or didn't. I just didn't think that, that would be even a thing that we could try. Because I I like the idea this, this of the having that friendship we have. I'm sorry, I like the idea of having that stress on myself where. If I don't finish, at least, right. at the very least, getting all these ports completed before the trace is done, and then disconnecting or whatever. So did, for, did you even attempt it's... a redline mission? No, 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 no. I didn't get that far. Oh, no. okay. Because I was going to say, there's like, you can't even finish one. Yeah. Like, I literally no started it and either had to, like, at the beginning, for the most part, I was, like, just getting traced and then resetting. And then eventually I was able to tab complete it quick enough and hit DC and, like, barely get out. I will say part of me was also, though, half expecting... And this happened a couple of times, and I was freaked out afterwards, and I immediately went back in there and tried to fix this, where I was going through all the ports, like, actually getting enough of them open so I could crack into it, but then I was running out of time, and so I'd have to disconnect. And then my first thought was, crap, all of my logs are in there. I haven't deleted them yet. And so I'd go back in there fearing that something was going to happen, because I figured, like, something like Uplink was going <laughs> to happen to me again, and I didn't want to start all over again for the beginning of the game. So that's one of the things that... Like, it kind of irked me in this game, and it's in Uplink 2, is that if you don't clear your logs, then somebody could, in theory, come back and find you later. And in Uplink, it happens on, like, all of the end game servers, and so you have to religiously do it all. As far as I could tell, in this game, there was one server which would actually trace your logs, maybe more than that. I think the academic database was the only one they ever talked about it. Mm -hmm. But well, they, they brought was, it up a couple times in the game, and then every time you go into the academic, they, like every mission, it says specifically you have like, to be careful to remove your logs. Like I'm, I got so super times. anal about always delete my logs, delete yeah. my logs. Yeah, and I, as, I would just normally do that. Yeah. As far as I can tell, it mattered never, never mattered. Well, because like they, <laughs> they made one reference to it at the beginning of the game that are make sure like when you go in there, yeah, one of bits logs. emails, right? Says, just make sure you. They always say it do. a number of different times to like, oh yeah, you know, make sure you're clearing your logs. And there's missions specifically there where like, you're changing the academic record and if you don't do that then they're gonna look in all their logs and if you don't you know it was kind of also a way to show you how to find nake nakes once he gets you though 
good yeah, like, so you go check your own logs. So you check your own yeah. logs. So it's right. kind of just like a tutorial thing. That's the thing about it. It kind of sucks that it was easy to break these systems, but at the same time, it's a balance where you have to feel some kind of a super hacker in the game to have it be fun. Yeah. Kind of. You asked the question a minute ago whether or not we thought it was fair that you could disconnect and reconnect, that kind of thing. The only reason why I think it's okay for this game in particular is that there is no way to make your tools any faster. You can't get any hardware to make you go any faster. And so so there's a, there's a couple, like the red line, where the thing is just completely cheesing you. And so there's no, there's no way to beat it other than to cheese it. But it's so. just so out of touch with what real life would be, I guess. Like there's no way you could... Yeah, it's just well, not true, but that, I mean, it's not even close then to Then the argument could be, would that... I mean, is that then fun to play? I mean, it's all about the length of time you get a trace, right? Like, Fair. there should I mean, there's not really I would, any I would difficulty. It would have game. to be a really expansive game to be more realistic. Yeah. I'd argue uh, right, that if I you, I'm not saying it should be more realistic in general because yeah. Lord knows that would be boring. But exactly. just this, <laughs> yeah. this case of what's dangerous and what's not. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I I feel like there's not enough difficulty in this game. So as you get toward the end of the game, you start figuring out. The things that Bit was researching is all the stuff that you've been using since the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, they do kind of hang their hat on it a little bit, which is a, a literary term where they're like, oh yeah, obviously there you couldn't just randomly connect to any host with a thing, but we've got this super thing called connect, which just looks at a random port and then oh. emulates the terminal. And you're like, ah. Uh. Okay, fine. So they, they try to okay. Yeah. So so there is a little bit of that in in there and they're like, "Oh, well, obviously if you're using NetHack, you can get to any host on the internet even though obviously <laughs> that's not possible." And so there is a little bit of that in, into the later missions. We were talking about some other side quests. So one of the one of the, the cool ones is you have to hack this and kind of um to get into was it CSEC? I think was I think it was one of their tests. You had to hack a certain chicken server. Yes. Oh, yeah. So well, you want to you want to take us through the the side quest CFC? Yeah. So so that one was fun because they had the web server and I think they talked about it on the on Giant Bomb, but you can actually see the the HTML and by that time I didn't figure out how to replace text yet, which mm-hmm. seems like it should be easy, but it actually is, took a while to figure out how to do. Yeah. So you can, yes, the replace. Yeah, that pissed me off. That's that. where copy paste would came in real handy. You can real change handy. everybody loves chicken to everybody loves whatever the hell you want yeah. and yeah. have it on the, the web post there. So that was kind of fun. Well, um, Nick's teaches you that if you do his mission. Did you do any missions for him? I didn't do anything for him. Because his first, the first thing he asks after he, after you hack him back, is he's like, go on to the Nortron website and change their title of their webpage to Dicks. Anything that involves <laughs> Dicks. So you could ma- go to the Nortron website and say, make it say really small Dicks or anything like that, and that's his mission for you. So how far can you go with Nicks? I'm assuming you, that's you the second a, ending. Yeah. You unlock a whole nother hacker group slash E. I don't know what. I don't know if that's oh, it. so that must be the the second. Um, but I didn't start doing. I didn't because fuck makes. I didn't want to do that. But my Agreed. game, I got to a point where my game couldn't progress, probably due to a bug. I'm really not sure. I'm researching it a little bit. It sounds a whole lot like a bug. Well, once you're in a hacker group, you're in that hacker group, so you can't take missions from outside. I didn't have that group you were referring to slash E, but I did have Entropy and I had CSEC. And once I was in CSEC, I had missions left in Entropy. I could not accept those missions. It was literally would say, you are in another group, but there is a way you can drop out of your current group and pick back up the other group, but I never did. That that was one of my questions. Tell me more about this slash E. 
I don't know because I couldn't. I didn't get too far into it. I I started messing around with that stuff once my game couldn't progress any further. We're just noodling. I got. To, I, yeah. Well, I wanted to figure out a way because I was like, is it really broken right. or did I have so to do this other group of stuff? stuff? Cool. So I went back and I was like, fine, I'll, fine, I'll do this thing for Nix. And then I was like, oh, that's how you unlock this. What happened with me, there's a mission, Junebug, where they ask you to hack somebody's pacemaker. And, yep, me- and you medical can de- one. Yep. You can decline that one, which I thought was interesting. Yes. Which, I, which is what broke my game. I, <laughs> I responded, deny. I did. I know how to fix that. And it you. completely stopped me from being able to access any missions at all. Yes, it's a bug in the game. So you decline it. Is it a you're still a you still have you send up the reply to decline. The mission is still assigned to you. You actually have to go back into there to the CSEC server, mm-hmm. and decline. there's a button that says like, quit mission or yes, whatever. Which you I have did. to click that, and then you can go. That was my that was my that was my bug. Was my, that was um, my bug I couldn't right? click on that button, and I couldn't <laughs> reply to any emails anymore. Amazing. Those were my two broken buttons. So it was relatively well, important. I, I had the reply I can, thing. I, what was neat is I can research online, like in real online, what the missions are, and I could still go to these places and mess and do these missions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But could. I cannot reply to anything, and I can't progress the story at all. I'm just I'm so confused. So am I. Like I, I had like a seamless gameplay experience. Exactly. An Nvidia of a time with this. <laughs> <laughs> and you I should mention like, that I was I was playing on Mac. Broke, broken buttons. I mean, what? That sounds terrible. Yeah. Did you just throw the game or computer at the wall? No, I tried doing Nix's missions, and I changed I, uh, just... the, I changed Nortron security to really small dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? And then I, tried, I, start, I, started, I started doing the, even though I denied the Junebug mission, I was like, maybe I have to do this. So what? I started trying to do that to complete it. But... What such dedication? What other bugs did you encounter? So you had graphical issues. We talked about that. Yeah, those, those pretty much it. Those were the two yeah, ones. You, right, the, the one where I couldn't yeah, progress the story at all, and one where the game was broken and I didn't know it. But that seems like pretty severe bugs. Yeah, that's very stressful. <laughs> what okay. were yours, Brian? It's a whole rabbit hole. There's a lot of bugs in this game. So yeah, the biggest one is there's a bug. So the June bug mission, you need to hack. I think that's one of the ones you have to hack. Port one is that one hundred four? Yeah. What you need the what's it called the KBR, KBR or something port analyzer whatever the hell it was called. There's a couple ha- there's a couple bugs at that point. So one is that you could go to the server the asset server and that didn't exist. So you just <laughs> never had the program to hack that port. Another one was you could. Yeah, decline the mission, and then you were stuck in a... You couldn't take any other mission because you're stuck with that mission on, and you had to go in and delete the mission. And then if you delete the mission, you get another mission. Um, But if you had zero missions left, you couldn't reply to missions. Uh, That's what happened to me. And then another one was you could go into... Like Polly said, you could actually continue on. Like if you knew like the next IPs or whatever, you could go in and do all this stuff. However, you still were in a, a state of you couldn't move forward until you reply. So yeah, there was a number of different bugs. I, I, those were the There's major ones of- that broke the game. Like at the end, like you couldn't finish it. But there were other sort of ways around those things too. You could literally edit your save file. And in the save files, they were pretty basic. It was like the first line of your save file is basically what machine you're on. And you just had to know what it was called, and they're pretty straightforward. So there were th- there were people saying like, oh, just edit your save file, change the mission to this, and then save it and start again, and you could move forward. Mm-hmm. That only worked for some people. Some people sounds like part of the game. Yeah, it was <laughs> almost like you're really hacking does. your save file. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. they, Genius, but like the very, cat, hack the very end of the game. 
I guess. Am I the only one who saw it? Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I couldn't so get there. The very end of the game, you have to go and delete every copy of Hacknet. And then the last thing is him saying, well, there's only one more copy of Hacknet. It's the, the one, one you're, you're using. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to shut down your own. Yeah, yeah. I think I, we got it. I was looking at the at the bug logs. There's a whole bunch of tiny little ones that clearly shouldn't have made it through either. Yeah, well, like those the delete I figured... key works as delete once, and then it becomes backspace after that. <laughs> or like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of small. Like, if you uh, like, there's a ton of them. If you autofill when deleting specific logs, if you use autofill, it deletes something else, even <laughs> though it cool. autofilled one file. Yeah, like just silly things. Like, how did that make it through testing? So I had one more kind of fun side. Oh, you want to do a side tangent? Quest? That I got off on. Um, phrasing? Got off on. Oh. <laughs> like side tangent. That's not. <laughs> yeah. a, you know how you do it with the side tangent. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> reverse, reverse tangent, you know. Ooh. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> At one point, I hacked the mail server. I did that too. And yep. somebody had this email that was like, hey, I have this encrypted file on this server and the password is the objectively best Final Fantasy X character. <laughs> oh, I, I did not see that. What? Why did I not been... find this? I'm like, all right. Orin. Mission accepted. <laughs> so, what was it? So I go to the server. Was it Orin? Please and what the, be Orin. One of the best parts about the server is, you know how there's all the, the open ports, right? This, port is the, this server was the only one that I'd ever seen that had the... Blizzard auto updater as one of the ports open. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. Okay. So I break in, I grab this, finally find this file, and I go and finally figure out how to decrypt it. Let's see what your guess is of what the password would be. Objectively best. Can you name a character from Final Fantasy X? Not without sounding incredibly stupid. He's <laughs> like T Doc Cloud. Yes, oh. is Tifa in that one? <laughs> Boom! All right, so not so much. Oh it's, man, it's... now now I'm flipping between two. My my first guess was going to be Aaron. I now almost want to say Jekt, but I'm almost wondering if they would call it <laughs> rather than Jekt. Spoilers! <laughs> spoilers! <laughs> Wrong spoilers! <laughs> Jesus! Uh, so neither of those. You want to guess? Well, the way the way you're you're asking us to go around, I'm going to guess something really like I don't know, Kim, uh, Kimari, not Kimari, Chocobos. <laughs> <laughs> was it Lulu? <laughs> nice. I know that it was not Lulu. Okay, good. I tried Titus first, and it ended up being. Wait, hold on. Excuse me. Titus. 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 Spell Titus. It ended up being. Titus. <laughs> ended up being Yuna. Yuna was the password. Eh. I was wondering so, eh. the way you were going around. I was gonna, I was gonna say Yuna, but then I'm like, he's going around. It can't be as simple as like Yuna. So after all that, I break into the server, hack the thing. The result is <laughs> clock.exe, which, if you run it, puts a clock in your RAM. Nice. How big, <laughs> how big is the clock? Uh, about. Two shells oh, big. Okay, good. Okay. Digital or animal? <laughs> <laughs> it's digital. Does it change with, change with the theme? 
It does. All right. And it is the actual real life time of here. <gasps> oh, oh, cool. That's awesome. Shit. Wow. That's really cool. So useful. What? That's, no, it's not. <laughs> worth all not the bugs. All. <laughs> so before we get to the uh, talking about our, or, or I guess Will talking about the endings since he made it there, any other random things? Real, Will, you mentioned random theme. Anything more about that? That you can change your themes? Uh, the theme changer was one of the things I was curious about. I guess Polly found it eventually. Yeah, after I had already changed pretty much everything by rebooting my system multiple times. I was a pro at rebooting my system by this point. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did twice before I I was like, ah, it's enough. And then when I did the theme changer, then I was changing or checking them all. But then there were only like four themes. I was excited. I was like, oh, maybe the CFC one has like a fancy theme or something. But no. Do you want to compare it? Yeah, Yeah, I was going to get to that. I was actually going to ask about the theme comparison with Uplink. Was there like themes and interface changes in Uplink? You could do custom themes so you could download them from the internet that's right that's what it was so let's jump into it so this game is very similar to another game that game being NetHack. So it's uh, pretty much identical to NetHack. I, yeah. And I suggest you go out and play NetHack if you like this game. Listen Absolutely. to our previous podcast, which on I'm NetHack. sure, yes. uh, <laughs> I'm sure it came stuff. out a week ago, <laughs> <laughs> sitting in your podcast feed right now. Or, or no. this one may have come out before. Either one. No. Um, or it's in the backlog and it won't come out for yeah, two years. So <laughs> our NetHack versus HackNet. No, the real game is, of course, Uplink. So Uplink is the older game. Uplink, when did that come out? 2001. 2001. When did Hacknet come out? 2015. 15, I was going to say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, uh, sorry, not this. Or yeah, did it come out year. 14? Was it? No, it's 15. 15. No, it was 15. Okay. early 15. So there's very similarities to to Uplink between Hacknet. What did we... There's a lot of things that were like just straight ripped off. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's forums that people say like, oh, okay, well, they did the, you know, like they, they took it. What was our overall, and I, I think as a as a group, we were kind of lukewarm on Uplink. Did we find the things that they, they took... Uh, improvements in Hacknet, or did we think that that they basically think, just kind of rip off? And I think they smoothed it out in some yes. ways. And I I think our reception on Uplink was kind of I don't know what it would sound like to go back and look at the podcast now, but Uplink was pretty darn cool for its time. It seemed like because it was mm-hmm. pretty cool fifteen years later. We didn't we didn't uh, rank some... it very high in our game of the year podcast. No, it did not fare well with you guys. <laughs> I would kind of do it, like expand on that so i i think they did smooth things out but i was i'd made a comment with nate one of the biggest annoyances that i had with hacknet was your experience in your inbox and in that email i I just feel like the interface from going into that email to going out of it and looking at other things could have been a little bit smoother i know there was like a back to inbox but i wanted to be able to sometimes go from one email to the next yeah i know what you're talking about and the fact that there was nothing like that it was annoying the way the the navigation through mail. Yeah, Uplink's email was way worse. So. I was gonna say I don't know <laughs> yes. where this is going well, versus Uplink. Yes but. yes, but that was fourteen years ago. Right, the interface. Like didn't in fourteen really years, I feel like they could have done an improvement for that with hacking. This isn't a big like. I mean, this is an indie game. It's not like it's a major. No, you know, I, know. I know. I get but, that, but but like it's just one more button other than back to inbox and then click on the next one like it's dude it's they got much. bugs where me and Polly can't even get I don't know get, what bugs reply you're talking about man. I had no I'm not bug worried problems. about the email <laughs> I had no bug problems so there, at all there were a lot of refinements and a lot of things I think they did better for example in Uplink a lot of the beginning of the game is just do the same mission over and over and over yeah. on a different host uh, like all, a lot of that was thrown out 
it felt like in this game almost every single thing you did was a new and mm-hmm. independent me- mission there might have been a little bit of that when you were in yeah, there was some repetition where it was like there oh was go couple, into this it's... you know and but one of the things that was nice grab about... this file or it's go into like this it's almost like you didn't have to do them I think it was just like you had a choice of you which... don't have to and it was so... almost like the whole thing was a tutorial and for the ending yeah, yeah. which we never got to <laughs> one thing I also really liked was there were some times where you would go and you would only need say like two of like the four ports that they had open mm-hmm. to actually crack in but i would have three programs that i could access any of those three ports and so it was at that point thinking okay which ones do i want to open which program have i, I seen? did the quickest ones exactly and so like, <laughs> you could figure out like okay which one which of these runs quicker than the others and do that so there was a little bit like if you were had this idea in your head that you were going to get caught even if you weren't being traced like again like i was kind of going with that is in the back of my mind because of playing uplink even if i wasn't being traced i always had this ominous feeling that someone was watching what i was doing and so i wanted to try to finish these missions as quick as possible and not linger i think this game does a much better job of leading you down the story path Mm -hmm. whereas uplink you had to like search for it and stumble upon it and do all kinds of weird things well, I mean, like, even, yeah, like, you mentioned when we did that recording, you are like, so you guys know that there was a story to this, right? And we are like, yeah. what? <laughs> At <laughs> no? that point, not, nobody had even come close to touching them. Yeah. But um, I feel like it, that comes at the expense of the danger. Like, in Uplink, when you do struggle, when you do finally find the path, maybe that maybe they're unrelated things. Danger is another the similarity. You can get caught. In this game, there's just the reset IP thing, and the first time you do it, it's it can be scary and there's the time pressure and you don't know what's going on but once After you understand that, what like, it is it's, okay. just it's repetitive yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, having don't said that caught. though i like the fact that in hacknet they tried to make it more command oriented whereas uplink was very mostly click and whereas this they tried to use, it's still basic commands and nothing that you would use in realistic hacking world but at least it was something more aligned along the lines of hey remove or connect or any of the commands even things they tried to make up like shell it seemed more like they were trying to make it more like you're in that world so i felt more like in this that i was more even though the danger might not have been there i was more in a world of okay i could see kind of being like this being i could fake my mind into being like i'm in this situation versus uplink where it seemed i was always had this disconnect from what i was doing so the dangers in uplink is if you got caught in uplink you were done that was it and it felt far more like a roguelike in that sense in that you were going and doing as far as you can getting as much money as you could because most of the time you didn't know what the actual end game was right and so it felt more like a roguelike you're trying it over and over again but then that does bring me to the thing that i miss most from uplink was the ability to customize your server. Yes. I really liked how they did that in Uplink and how you were buying different pieces. If you thought that you're going to need to copy a lot of files, you could go find a server which had a lot of storage, or if you thought you were going to need a lot of processing power, go find one with a lot of processors. And so you could actually tweak what your system was like before you encountered things. And I, I, I kind of missed that, although simplifying it did make the overall experience far True. This is easier. like an intro to Uplink, I think. Maybe, yeah, because like, one of the things that I liked about that, too, was since each of the missions gave you a different amount of money, depending on like how hard it was, mm-hmm. it was easier to be able to see, okay, I'm going to try to challenge myself because I really want to get this upgrade yeah. quicker, so I'm going to try this maybe a little bit harder mission than this other one because I don't want to spend as much time. And so there was more of that, whereas with this one, it was just a list. Like It didn't really tell you which one was... like. I mean, they're 
titles might sound more ominous or more difficult than another one. But other than that, there was no way for me to kind of rank them. In this game, I was missing a sense of progression because I didn't really know... Eventually, you don't join the different groups and your number gets lower. Reset, right. But... What oh, that, that was another. That was another bug too. Or how it had anything to do with anything else? <laughs> well, it was like a, it was like a ranking, like one to hundred. Hundred, but there was a. Is bug that a in... ranking of skill level? Yeah. Is that a ranking yes. against other it, members? It, it Is was that a ranking against other members other in the members. group. There was yeah. a list on the group server. On, yeah. which on I wondered if that, that was live. CSEC, I looked at that list, and I was always at the bottom until the very end of the game. I was always at the very bottom. So the, I'm like, there was a rank number. They weren't in number. They weren't in. Order. They didn't rank you. Yeah, they, they didn't, didn't put like the they just around. put the number, right? Like where okay. you're ranked. So maybe okay. But there was a bug. I I, I don't know if it's the same one. You it's got, the but. same one. If so, if you it's basically like every mission you complete, you move up a rank, and if you complete in CSEC the second to last one, you're like number two or or, or whatever, or number one. And then if you complete the last final mission in, in of, of their missions, it puts you at like nineteen. So like See, what, what happened to me is you end up I, being like the nineteen. It's, it's weird. Like. I denied June bug and became rank zero, and then oh, that's another one too. Yes, nice. and then I wait, no, it wasn't June bug. Whatever I did, I was like the, the yes. rank zero, yeah. and then I went back and did another one. And when I completed, it was like now you're rank nineteen. And I went back and looked at the server. I was still rank zero. I was like, huh. And yeah, it was just broken like that. Um, so, so my point yeah. was that you really don't have a sense of. Until like you get locked into the final missions of the game, how how close you are to the end of the game at any particular point in right. time. Uplink has money, so you always kind of know here's a number that I want to get bigger. But when you go and hack the bank in Uplink, then you can just have you know infinite millions whatever. of dollars, yeah. which is what I did. And so then you're like, okay, now what the hell do I do? So I think both games are are lacking on any sense of overall story arc and having an idea of how I, how far away am I from the end of the game. There was the International Academic Database, the password to get out of the tutorial was the same in both games, which was our first question on our quiz last time. Does anybody remember? Oh. I was curious if anybody's going to remember. No, nobody remembers. That I, I didn't know. play Uplink, but it's the, the password to get out of the tutorial? Uh-huh. The tip of my tongue. I'm trying to think what the tutorial was in this game. <laughs> There's a whole section where you're getting taught by the automated version, or the. I did like that the t- tutorial went into like the RAM. Or there's a file and you can delete it. Yeah, it's Rosebud. Oh, Rosebud. Right. It's Rosebud. <laughs> One thing that Nate made a comment on after when we finished the game and we we're going through the credits, given how many similarities there were with Uplink, it's there weird was that this no didn't show mention up in the credits at all in the credits. Yeah, at all. All right, so you, you got the you got you were ready here so with the stories. I, I dude, you talk about that, it a little bit. You're the one oh, that beat this so game, one yeah. of the endings is you get this bug and you can't progress anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's me and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's me and Paul. Uh, Apparently, if, if you believe that's all the endings, if you refuse, like you. if you refuse to euthanize someone, dude, your dog then is going You don't crazy. deserve to be a hacker and you lose the game. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That's an ending. So that's one. Uh, ending two. The main ending of the game. It involves you going out of your way to hack the company that Bit was working for. Yeah. And eventually deleting all copies of Hacknet. Hacknet. Why do you want to delete all copies of Hacknet? Uh, Because it's it's too powerful powerful a hacking tool. Yeah. It's just funny as you're using it to delete everything. And like I mentioned briefly earlier, you're you're going through at the end and you're figuring out how he made this thing and and all the different commands that you've been using and taking for granted the whole time. And they're like, oh, this is just... 
the ability to connect to, to different computers on the internet by just using the connect button. This is a super insane technology that we use to pipe through the ports of all the ability. You're like, okay, there's a lot in there and I just hit connect. So sure, fine, whatever. But anyway, you, you end up deleting it at the end. And then at the end of the game, credits roll and then you get access to the credits server. And there are a bunch of things on the credits server that talk about one is to just the list of the credits, but then there's a a, a file called like uh, secret eggs or something like that, which talks about some of the, a bunch of the different things you can do. One of the things that I saw in there was because this game happened initially as part of a game jam, a big part of it initially was multiplayer. And there oh. are a couple of different features in the, that are still left over in the game that were meant for that, where you would log on to somebody else's computer and do the fork hack, I think, something like oh, that. Oh, fork bomb. bomb. Fork bomb, which just fills up your RAM and makes you reboot your computer. That's right. all it does. So you would log into somebody else's thing, and you're saying, well, if somebody logged in to you, you could PS fast enough and kill the process before it filled right. up your RAM. So there, there was some fun stuff there. He also mentioned on that server that there are at least three different endings of the game, and I, I can't remember. He's, he was talking about... The file that that was that tutorial file that we talked about briefly, I'm looking at Nate. Yeah. You can basically trace back who put that tutorial file there and follow that out for a, the third ending. Is He calls it the third ending. So my quick research here on the, the internet for the last 10 minutes, I couldn't find anybody talking about what the second ending is. So I'm curious if that was like he intended to put more endings in the game or if there really is a second ending or not. I'm sure we'll find out more here in the near future. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Oh, one more thing. In the ending of the game, you once you delete everything and reply to the last thing, before the credits roll, there is Bit's voice speaking to you about congratulations you've deleted this stuff and he tells you he actually starts out by like how he when he first started the game he's like hello my name is bit anyway i know longtime listeners of the podcast will know that i have a hard time recognizing bad voice acting this was bad voice (laughs) acting (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh god Uh, I didn't even yeah, was notice the voice acting until you choose. But that is one thing we didn't talk about at all the music. Did anybody care for or not care for the music? Oh, jamming so, out to yeah, this shit so hard. It was yeah. great. Like, it, I sure. did not get tired of it at all. It was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really neat, too. And, like, it, it was all like such a great open domain music, wasn't it? There's a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah you but can buy. I got it. Alberto has it. But, so like, in the credits, it looked like it was just from a bunch of random sources and sites that were like, what do you call it, where you can take. Like pod safe music kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but they wouldn't be able to sell it then unless I guess that's true, you're the right. Domain they bought it from it must have some sort of license. Right? But um but it looked like it was a handful of artists on the soundtrack when I looked yeah. it up. But I don't know, I thought it was like really good like loopable music, I guess. Yeah. The fact that the same techno song could play for I don't know, fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, I'm really interested in selecting music like that. Like they did a good job choosing yeah. it. Actually yeah, now, absolutely. That, that was, now that you mentioned that I'll probably put it on my phone to have it at work tomorrow. One more thing that they brought up on that credit server is that they talked about if you want to replay the game, there is a server which is always there, which is the IP address, which is not really an IP address, is 1337.1337.1337.1337. And it just contains (laughs) all of the... uh, Executables? (laughs) Sure. All the binaries, all the executables, whatever you call them. (laughs) Executables? Yeah, so for replay, you can 
That's really Basically good to take know. a jump way ahead if you if you right. want to replay the game. That's cool. Before we summarize and give our score, would this be better as a racing game? Ooh. Mm. Yes, it does need more danger. Danger, danger. High voltage. How would this work? Do you game? have to spell There's disconnect kind of to go faster? Yeah, great question. if so... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking. I, I don't. Ah! Racing the clock a little more, a little more danger. Yeah, this, this particularly a, compared actually, to Uplink, it yeah. never felt like. I think they I thought of that playing. in the game because there's actually a file in the game that says, "Is there anything better than danger?" Just the word "danger." <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> well, did anybody else find no, that? It was somebody's password was "danger," and he literally <laughs> there's a file that says, "Is there any word that's better than danger?" Danger is the best thing ever. You need danger in your life, and all this, like it just went on and on. Oh my God! Some of the IRC chats. I was just yeah. saying, did anybody <laughs> read any of those? Yes, it's some a- of them were ridiculously stupid, and some yeah. of them were very. Oh, uh, fuck. I just remembered the one where, like, hey, I'll give a blowjob to anyone that, like, writes oh, my yeah. paper for me. What? Okay, what's like, the topic? Uh, it's feminism. Like, it's, it's sociology of feminism. That's a fucking, I bet that whole IRC was ripped right off of, uh, oh, God, what's that website full of great IRC chats? The one on, on that they kept referencing in the game was Bash. Yeah, it's Bash.org. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, probably where it, they pulled they all of those They actually referenced from. it at the bottom of the IRC chats and everything. There's okay, a, good. Yeah. There's a great one so that I read 100. like three times where this guy was basically getting this guy to tell him his password. He's like, yeah. oh, the stars? No, no, no. If you, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, send yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's just <laughs> seven like, stars. Seven no. stars, yeah. Wait, how did you know that was my password? <laughs> oh, when I type... I just copy pasted it. Like, <laughs> you see it as stars, dude. Yeah, those are all from the top 100 on Bash. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, there was the one where it's like I was wondering uh, why it was so familiar. There's ten types of people in this world: those who understand and binary, binary and those, those who don't. don't. Yes. <laughs> no, that was fun. There was lots of times where I actually laughed from this game. Dumb stuff like the CFC Colonel's fried chicken. Yeah. and Like those those IRC chats were. There's an IRC where he's like. Walking down the street, and this woman asked if I was saved. And I said, "Yeah, about two blocks back, so I could die anytime." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, one of the things that kind of like got me less interested in the game. Is I thought it was a lot of fun, like they had all that those jokes in it, and then like as the game progressed, like it tried to get more serious than it had to be. I think once you started getting into the euthanasia, and it sounds like the ending of the game, like oh, you must delete this hacking program is too powerful it's like they should have probably just kept going with the fun aspect of it okay let's go around here give our summary of our thoughts and maybe a score if you want Alberto, you want to kick us off yeah sure i first heard about this game actually during our game of the year podcast and so just kind of from the description of that i was going into it very excited to play and also though i did give uplink a little bit of a lower score than other games that i've reviewed was excited for the prospect of playing another game where it was immersive in the f- sense that you're playing the game on the environment that you're that the game is setting up for you, like on a computer. I think they did a lot of improvements from Uplink. I think that though, yes, if I had not played Uplink beforehand and started playing Hacknet, I kind of would have come to this with a different approach. I still would have had fun, but I wouldn't have had this feeling of like, or the, I should say, this false feeling of I could have to start from the beginning of this game at any point in time like i have no idea what to expect or when i might get caught in another sense so on that note if i hadn't played uplink i don't know if i would have enjoyed it as much because i actually had fun feeling that stress for a little bit as i started playing that kind of started going more and more away overall i think it's a fun thing if you like working on the computer 
ever or even slightly fiddled around with the command line then it's fun like you don't have to know a whole lot it teaches you everything as well and honestly if you forget just type in help and it'll give you some basic commands question mark same thing i didn't know about that one that's nice but yeah i would actually to give a score i'd give it like a seven and a half okay paulie having not played uplink first i think that i don't know i'm kind of interested in uplink because of what you said like i think it might be better to play hacknet first possibly from what you guys say about uplink if it's a harder then this game is more friendly this game is this thing, these things 20 years newer ui so that's that's the hardest part for going yeah. back to uplink yeah i probably will never play uplink anyway but that just kind of gets to my point of like i feel like some of the complaints some of you had was um it was like not enough danger and too easy but i think part of what they were trying to do as well especially for people like me that don't know terminal commands for fuck is make it way more user accessible and Mm -hmm. not reach out to people who are completely computer savvy people who i don't know it's like a fun thing where you see these movies where people are smashing away on a keyboard and things are happening and spirals are forming and numbers are changing Yeah. yeah And, like, I don't know. Like, this game, I had this thing where I would smash the shit out of my enter key sometimes. I don't know if any of you guys did that. But, like, when you port hack something, I fucking port hacked it. Like, it was port hacked. <laughs> um, I don't know. That was But did fun. you probe hack? Hell yeah. Well, no, I just probed. I don't know. <laughs> I think you can't probe hack. Crazy? <laughs> um, but, no, I thought it was a lot it's of fun. Probe than um, probe it, hack. it makes you feel powerful, and it is kind of neat not knowing any of these ter- terminal commands, doing this stuff and feeling like I know something, even though I, I know nothing, because recently I did have to do a little bit of terminal stuff on my Mac because I like changed a home folder and broke Dropbox and shit like that. And just doing dumb stuff like that after playing a little bit of this game was like, oh, look, there's an RM there. Okay, I get it. Not <laughs> Nice. But I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. Unfortunately, the game kind of broke on me. And I, the, it wouldn't even bother me so much if it... I don't know if it would bother me more or less if I knew if it was broken or if the game was just fucking with me. There was always that thought in my head, am I just being hacked? I'm not smart enough to figure out what to do. But I'm pretty sure that it's just broken. So that makes it really tough. Overall, I had a good experience with the game. I had a lot of fun with it. I wish I could have finished it. Probably would have got an eight if it wasn't broken for me, but I'm going to give it a six and a half due to it just kind of breaking on me. Will? It was kind of nice replaying this, and I felt a lot like I felt playing Uplink 15 years ago when I was playing this now. It, it really did feel like if what if those guys from 15 years ago had all the technology to make the things they want to do. Right. Um, it was kind of fun seeing... 10 different ways to do a progress bar which is you know what all those things were just as different visualizations on progress bars (laughs) yeah it's like progress bar filler of the game i did like i mentioned earlier i missed some of the things that were cool about uplink the customizing with my server i don't don't know why that feels like a thing that felt felt like it should have been really important in this game did you run into any of the bugs i forgot to ask you earlier on or how what was your gameplay like with that i didn't really hit any bugs I, I did want to bring up, though, that I really hate doing it, but there were two th- two times where I got stuck and I wasn't sure if they were bugs, and so I went and looked up a couple of things. Uh-huh. One was that toward the end of the game, I got the password to the Prometheus server, mm-hmm. but I didn't know which user account to use, and um, in retrospect, it should have been obvious to use admin, right. but that wasn't really spelled out anywhere in the game and so it wasn't clear to me oh yeah they just assume like pretty much everything is just use admin yeah but yeah that that is kind of a, uh, i was reading that is kind of a bug so that was one of the things i looked up there was another one where i 
I felt like I scanned every system I was on, but there was one system I forgot to scan, and I missed a bunch of connections that I that I just Could didn't know about. Yeah. Right. So those were the two things I went and looked up, and so I kind of felt bad about going and looking those up, but it wasn't too bad. So that th- that is one of the, the overall detractors from a game. If if I I don't feel like it is discoverable, you know, you know self-solvable. If right. I have to go out and find information otherwise, but that feeling that. I think things might be broken at any point in time is like a really big put off for me in a game. And there was like, <laughs> I think that's fair. Well, one of the things in the, the actually the one that I looked up uh, where I, I hadn't scanned the thing, the mission was go investigate the servers and reply when you think you've seen everything. Get the, I don't uh, know. Yeah, when you I get found, to the end, it was kind of like I was like, yeah. I don't know. I saw, I saw a whole lot. I came, I, I saw, ten, I conquered. I'm ten boxes in. Did I see it all yet? I, I don't. Yeah. So that was that's irritating. But overall, I, I think it was pretty good. Obviously, you know, much more modern version of that that kind of movie hacking. I, I think there's still plenty of room for improvement. Yeah. I think it's going to be another 15 years before anybody tries it again, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, yeah. but you I do said th- earlier about a multiplayer aspect to it. That would be real interesting if somebody actually did like a multiplayer version of this style game, other than real life. Would it? Or would it just be a race to filth the other person's RAM? I guess if you made you it like more. add more. So that that's all that there was. And yeah. Apparently this, this came out of the, the game jam that he talked about. But if you were to go and if they could have like a live contract server and you could actually be ranked amongst your friends of yeah uh, different things and stuff like that if you could email real people with your solution to the hacks and things like that, that uplink kind of had an irc client built into the game and so you go in there and talk about uplink on the irc client <laughs> cost you money which was you know more important than an empty r chat rc room but <laughs> is, that, is that a real thing yeah oh overall like I said, a lot of room for improvement. The am I not sure whether this game is playing right is a huge thing for me. And just kind of more indications would be a big thing. But I did, I enjoyed it. I like this kind of game, which is why I had us play Uplink in the first place. Mm-hmm. But again, just not polished enough. So that feels like a, somewhere between six and seven. I think I'm going to go with six. I think that much like everyone else has said, hack, to me, like I've said many times, one of the coolest things about Uplink was that omnipresent danger of someone trying to trace you down it's just going throughout the whole game kind of like as an almost the like an overarching plot there was none of that in this game there was no danger that followed you through the whole game and that i guess this game's getting damned because i've played uplink which is i guess kind of unfair for it but it feels like this game took so much out of the things that i thought were really cool about uplink it doesn't even feel like a streamlined modern version of uplink to me anymore it just feels like a spiritual successor that's simpler and easier to get into and maybe a good intro and that's cool, but I definitely played them in the wrong order, I think. One of the things I I, I, was, I forgot, there were a lot more Easter eggs in Uplink and yeah. like ways around and back ways so that, to do things in the, Uplink that I don't think was here. I, yeah, I kept hoping for things like the bank account hacking, and I, co- I kept hoping for ways to exercise the, kind of the creative thinking that I learned to have after we podcasted about it. Because when I first played Uplink, I never thought of doing any of those creative things. Kind of like we talked about in our net hack. <laughs> discussion <laughs> i think it's cool to be in this space where there's like so many possibilities and ideas and and uplink definitely especially after podcasting about it gave me that feeling and i clearly need to go back because maybe this is all rose-colored glasses and maybe it does show its age of 15 years like incredibly poorly and maybe it is just rose-tinted glasses but it feels like there was just more things going on not only more ways to die and fail also that game really did need a save state function 
So it was nice that this the, game had the that. roguelike feature was not a benefit in that game. No, but it was cool in that it added the threat. If it had a save state, but then that save state was wiped out when you were caught, like that would be that would be much more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I guess with all that being said, this seems like a six to me. Okay, I guess that leads leaves me last here. So, so a lot of what uh, Nate and Will were kind of, kind of saying about things they liked about Uplink are kind of things that turned me off about Uplink and kind of why I liked Hackman a whole lot better. It may also be the same kind of thing, maybe playing them in the order and the time they were built kind of works in Hacknet's favor. But there's a lot of things I liked about Hacknet. I liked that it was, they did take the polishing. I liked that they turned it more from this basic interface. They tried to give it some commands that made it feel more, maybe, hey, I am on a command line. They didn't get too in-depth, but I don't fault them for that because they can't get too deep. They're selling it to a mass audience. Some people who won't get, you know, if they get way too in-depth in the commands, then you're going to risk turning people off or just people not understanding what's going on. So they kind of simplify things, but still kind of give you that feeling of, hey, I'm actually doing something rather than uplink where it was kind of like, hey, I'm pointing, clicking. The danger, I do agree. I never really felt in danger in Hacknet, but I didn't really feel in danger in, in uplink either. I never really got to the point of getting hacked. I mean, we're messing up, we're getting found out in Uplink. So I don't know if that's really maybe looking at it in rose-tinted, you know, rose-colored glasses of, of Uplink with this whole notion of um, the danger. It's not really present, I think, in either game, but I don't know where you would expand upon it because it's either, you're either going to make it so dangerous and it's just going to, you're just going to like pretty much F everybody over. They're going to get, you're going to get caught and we're going to restart you from the beginning. Or you're going to get caught and restart you from a save point like they do in Hacknet. Or we're going to give you an option to get out. So I don't know where they kind of find a good middle ground in that. I don't think either game particularly did it well. But I think Hacknet added a lot of just good polishing. I, I don't know. Maybe because I, I going from Uplink and not having any kind of structure to it. And it was kind of just this kind of mismatch of do stuff and figure things out. And going to a thing where it kind of had a, a structured do this, followed by this, followed by this kind of order to it. I don't know. I just had a lot more fun. That being said the bugs really annoyed me <laughs> getting to a point where i couldn't finish the game and literally reading about it through you know endless steam pages of saying yeah well you want to check this then check this then check this then check this and if you get to the gone through all those and it's still not an issue well yeah it's just you're screwed and getting to that i was going through things and i'm like yeah i have this and i've done that and this is not fun and the the lone last ditch effort is try to edit your save file to change part a whole of the game editing the save if, if they would have made it part of the game that would have been so, I, mean, I would have laughed so I really liked Hacknet I think we we decided on this game after listening to Giant Bomb talk about it on I think their game of the year I think Vinny was the one that really played it from their their group you know I'm glad we played it I, I had a lot more fun with this than Uplink and I I couldn't go back to Uplink um, having played Hacknet having said that the bugs were just really bad and it wasn't an expensive game, so, you know, and it's a small team, so they sort of get a pass, but they don't really get a pass because it's just, they really should be fixing this stuff. And it's and it's not like this was reported a week ago from when, you know, like we're recording this podcast, like this was like months and months ago, and it just doesn't seem like they're even making any attempt to do this stuff. I don't know if it's just that don't have the time or they're not playing or, or whatever, but it just, it really was a turnoff. Not being able to get an ending being literally stuck at a point really doing my way but um yeah that's it for me this brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the emotive pixels podcast 
If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep, keep on, on playing. playing.